Hello and welcome to episode two of season two of the podcast for the recently deceased. I'm Nate Roberts. And I am Rodney Godak. How we doing, brother? I'm okay. Uh, I'm good, actually. It was a great week. Um, The movie tonight, I'm very excited to talk about. Uh, I really enjoyed Prey. I'm a huge fan of the Predator um, franchise, as well as the Alien Mm -hmm. franchise. Kind of can't talk about one without talking about the other, but we're going to try really hard to just stay in Predator land tonight. It shouldn't be too difficult. I really don't consider the AVP movies that exist within, you know, as far as the Venn diagram, the overlapping circles of AVP, I don't really consider uh, appropriate to either franchise. I think they're their own kind of bullshit that should not be uh, ranked and tiered with the other films. It's just sort of its own standalone thing, uh, experiment, uh, a, uh, a, a guide of what not to do in some ways. (laughs) <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh my god. That that first AVP film, it's literally the worst. It's uh, pretty bad. I mean, it's uh and I guess that's a good point to start because when you consider things like that more specifically, you know, handling a franchise or an IP is a difficult task. And so whenever things are in a in a world like we are now with reboots and remakes and re-envisionings of IPs, how it's handled um it's rare that you get something that's handled uh, intelligently or with uh, the right kind of awareness to the uh, original source and i think that prey is a good example of how it can be done uh, proper and to much success yes absolutely for any writer director out there thinking about rebooting or requilling uh a, a franchise uh learn from prey uh, so is, do you want to give a rundown of what we're going to do tonight and our format and everything? Yeah, sure, sure. Do our um, spiel? Do our, yeah, I'll do our spiel. Um, we're the podcast for the recently deceased. We discuss uh, the newest in horror, uh, horror movies. Prey just came out. We're going to talk about Prey tonight, and then we will dis- we'll, you know, we'll digress into the Predator franchise as a whole um, throughout it's the only fair th- to. Yeah, throughout the evening. Um, we will give you the broad strokes and a score, 1 to 10. Um, then we will let you know that we're moving on to the discussion. The discussion is laden with spoilers. So if you haven't seen the films, uh, when we move into the discussion uh, segment, uh, you're going to want to stop watching and come back later. Or to uh, come back to our YouTube if you're watching live. Absolutely. Uh, and so we're going to rate on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being absolute garbage, do not want, 10 being a pinnacle film of the genre representative of everything you want to see in new horror. And uh, we'll go from there. Yeah? So yeah. pray. Pray. Um, Read that line, brother. All right, here we go. The origin story of the Predator in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Naru, a skilled, in quotes, female warrior fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved predators to land on earth um okay i I like the description (laughs) aside from like so everything that came out after this came out 
Right. Oh, you just write skilled. You don't need quotes. <laughs> yeah. That's a subjective interpretation of how to interpret that word. Like I, I don't think that's Absolutely. Fair. Like air quotes means like sarcasm. Like sarcasm. I know, and I feel like this is one of the, <laughs> the, the dudes that's been, uh, you know, really coming down hard on the film because of the female lead, the female that lead is, yeah. that's in the film. And so it's an accurate descriptor. You take out the quotes. That's what's happening. Yep. Um, and they mention one of the first highly evolved predators on Earth. You don't really know um, in this right. film, but this is um, before the original 1987 classic starring Arnold, uh, Predator. And uh, with that whole ragtag bunch of guys. Oh, uh, yeah. That um, just landed on the scene and just tore things to pieces. It was an amazing movie. Uh, I don't remember how old I was when I first saw Predator, but I can tell you it just lodged itself in my brain, and I just always thought of it or always knew about it, and it's like just a go-to. If it's on, you're going to sit and watch it, and it's the best. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I was 12 when I saw it. I was very young, and I I fell in love. Uh, Between that and the original Terminator is where, like, anything Arnold you know, was like solid gold until until like sure. the, the end of his career. I think maybe True Lies was probably his last like as far great, as last action. His last, his last uh, like great movie. Yeah, um, True Lies is again another re- rewatchable action yeah. starring Arnold. But yeah, so Predator just uh, in it's such a creative uh, character, and it obviously launched a whole world of an IP with, you know, comics and other iterations in film and just lived as a staple character in all kinds of different media. And it was always around and always a thing. It's just a cultural like icon, much like a slasher character would be, except this one existed in sci-fi and horror. And it got right. to be in both of those environments at the same exactly. time. Exactly. One of the great things uh, about Prey is that the a lot of the sci-fi is removed because of the primitive weapons. Um, mm-hmm. Now, not that's to say the Predator doesn't have some cool toys, but uh, he, you know, he doesn't have what he has in 1987. Sure. Um, and there's all kinds of stuff that we can get into as far as the nitty-gritty with that. Like, there's a lot of unique. Like the people that designed the Predator, the people that made the art, that uh, the guy Dan uh, Ligiero, um, uh Deliegro, sorry, Dane Lee uh, Deliegro, uh, that acted in the suit, did an awesome job. Uh, but yes, it's a different version. It doesn't have the same kind of tech, and you can no, interpret it in a lot of different ways. No body armor, no body right. armor, just that shield, which was super sweet. Yep, and. Well, right, the shield, and then the the mask is a bone-like mask, uh, but it's still integrated like a biotech-type thing because his heat-sensing vision and all that is able to penetrate and aid through the mask and everything else that happens. At any rate, um, it does have a more stripped-down look, and I think this Predator they're calling the Feral Predator because in Predator and the whole franchise, all the different movies have a name for that Predator, the Berserker, the Hunter... Uh, the Elder. Yep. And I just love that they continually find ways to reinvent but still keep it canon or uh, rooted in some sense of reality to the world that they create. Like that you can envision it's different generational uh, constructs or um, alterations that occur in their own um, 
you know, biology or just the evolution of certain things or traits or the tailoring, you know, different ethnicities look different than different parts of the planet. Makes sense also that predators would be the same way. Uh, and I also, I never use the word, uh, um, yaucha, uh, but like people have been using that a lot on Twitter, at least, uh, to define it, which I didn't realize was the, uh, the class or the name of the race. Did you see that a lot? No. Yeah, I didn't read the comics or anything like that or read yeah. any of the novelizations of it, but uh, Yaucha is kind of what they're known as, so it would make sense that they look different. And this film did a great job of creating a new new predator. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so do you, you want to score it? or I think we can go for it. All right, so well, let's... Uh, <laughs> sure. So... He, I look at it in two different ways. I can yeah. score it like I scored it the way that I saw it. And when I first saw it, I gave it an eight. The excitement factor that I had, the enjoyment that I got out of it, watching it, a new predator film. I was just blown away with what they did because it, people had done it so awfully wrong before or missed the mark for whatever reason. This one didn't have as many of those that bothered me or took me out of it or was frustrated by it. This one was like, yeah, this is great. This is fun. An eight in reflection. A more serious like in film genre i'd probably bring it down to a seven um for like broader scope but as a fanboy type thing it's definitely an eight type experience um yeah i think i'm in the same ballpark um except i think i was a solid seven uh the whole time but i do agree with the sentiment where the first time i watched it i was way more excited and then the yeah. second time i watched it I was like, yeah, this movie's a seven. And I definitely gave it a seven before as well, but like the second time I watched it, I was, I just, that just, just confirmed my initial, like, yeah, the things that bothered me the first time still bother me. So, we, you know, we can get into that uh, later. Yeah, it's you know, a weird a thing. Later, it's the same like, kind of thing that I came across whenever I was rating our top five of last year. It's like I wanted to include a foreign film that I thought was really good effort and entertaining. Uh, and I think that was the Queen of Black Magic, uh, the the Indian uh, joint that came out last year. Yeah. And so I would, you know, while I thought that there were other films that were better than that film, I wanted it to be part of the top five because I feel like it was a really good representation or it did certain marks or you should go watch it because it is something you're not going to see a lot of. And so I think that Predators or Prey is the same thing where it's like it's a good representation of re-envisioning an old franchise and just fun action horror sci-fi type thing no, that would be enjoyable to watch you know absolutely i mean this movie had uh, a ton uh going for it um the chemist the brother sister chemistry uh between amber and dakota was fantastic and their their dialogue i i loved yeah. every bit about uh their relationship um the predator you know, it's a guy in a suit again. No, you know, mm -hmm. no, no horrible CG. At least, at least on the Predator, <laughs> we'll come back. Yeah, on the Predator, the CG <laughs> well, is, is very strong. We'll come back. Uh, to that. And the yeah. way that they were able to do the camouflage is, is excellent. The camouflage. Uh, in this one, I thought it was fantastic. probably the best camouflage like, they've done. But it was like more primitive, you know, more primitive camouflage. Not as good yeah, as, as the later camouflage, right? It almost looked like the camouflage. Uh, do you remember The Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss? Or did I, you not see that one? I didn't watch that. Wait. The Invisible, the Invisible Man, Man was the horror Elizabeth movie? Yes. Yeah. The guy in the suit. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like and so like the suit had like you know scales that did the mirroring yeah, of the yeah, environment. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like this one kind of this this predator kind of looked like it had like a, a scaly type armor that did the same kind of principle. Right. And I liked that that it didn't just like blur, you know, don't just blur the the stuff. You could see more of his forms obscuring, uh, you know, being obscured with just like transparency or trying to reflect or show what was behind it. Right, and I thought right. that was really smart the way that it did it. It made sense and it looked good and it was cool. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, what I, else did I have going for it? The predator was so, great. The, the predator was great. The brother sister was great. Um, the okay. So people complaining about the female lead. It's like yeah, it's I mean, like, it's a big it, thing. A lot of people uh, have been very, very upset and are um, just not into it because of that. It's it's we're. Does that bother you? It's specifically integral to the story, and the story, um, the story is very good, and it is it is minimal because you don't need a big story in a Predator movie, right? 1987 Predator, uh, Dutch shows up, he gets sent to get the cabinet minister who is non-existent. Right. Fi- they find the other team. They find the. Uh, the uh, the hideout, they kill everybody, they run from the Predator, and they all die, get into the chopper, except for Arnold and the girl. Um, so this plot, right? Um, we have this this uh, daughter uh, of the of the chief, right? I think they're both like the they're uh, not, maybe no, not, they're not, but like they're they're definitely both higher up in, or they're really good at what they do, right? Like she's yeah, like yeah. great at medicine, and he's a great hunter, right? Right, they're, re- they're revered. Gender, they're not, gender roles yeah. are traditional, and in this culture, sure, uh, women gathered, men hunted. Right, that's uh, the way it is. But they're revered in their their jobs. They're not just yeah. They're both very uh, good at what they do. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, but she wants to hunt, and she lives in the shadow of her older brother, who's like the best because he's not just good at it; he's the best, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So she wants to prove herself, and that's all she wants to do is hunt, right? So she has a story, and then we find out from her brother's character that to prove yourself, you have to go on this hunt. They have a name for it, and it's like uh, where you get hunted, or where, where you have to hunt what hunts you, and they say this like twice, and this is like obviously a nod to the predator, but it's actually referring to a mountain lion um, Mm -hmm. because of the region of the U.S. that they're in. Um, You know, we know through Predator lore that they go to where it's hot. Um, The Comanche region of the U.S. was Texas and New Mexico. Um, That also explains uh, the mountain lion, the rattlesnake. It could have been any kind of snake, but, you know, if it was like the Northeast, it wouldn't have, might not have been hot enough. There wouldn't have been a rattlesnake, that kind of thing. Right. Well, it, it, it's funny because they also mention it September, <laughs> September of seventeen nineteen. I don't know if you noticed that at the beginning. Oh, but they also really? describe it as the, the Great Northern Plains, and so there's a little bit of skepticism as far as like whether or not Comanche. But I believe it's all fair as far as the location of what you consider Great yeah. Northern Plains. Uh, I think the environments and everything is still all work. Yeah. You know. Um, so anyway, uh, so we have this great setting, um, like the, the landscape is beautiful. Um, yeah, the, 
and we have this great story where she's out to prove herself. Um, so more than in other Predator movies, um, we have a character on the hero's journey um, who is is going to at least, you know, travel that path. Um, you know, right away, like, the first hunt, right, she gets knocked out and brought back, and then she immediately gets up and goes back to to help, or right. try, tries to, but he comes back to the village with the with the beast over his shoulder, and there's, you know. So, so for a film that doesn't need a a strong story or strong plot, we actually get it from Prey, and we get yeah, it. We, we get it with very little dialogue. We get it with a ton of action. Um, mm-hmm. We get it with uh, some excellent performances from both Amber and Dakota. Um, Dakota, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. He was fantastic. I thought that I read that this was his first feature film yeah. uh, or acting credit uh, on big screen. So, uh, Amber Midthunder was in Legion, uh, which is a TV show, an FX TV mm-hmm. show about um, about the character Legion, who is um, Professor X's son, and uh, she's fantastic in that, and was just crushed it in Prey, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, you mentioned, you started that with uh, talking about what's working and, like, that people seem to be upset about the, I mean, the words that come up with people that are criticizing this are that it's a, it's not appropriate for a, uh, an un, for an unskilled uh, female lead to be able to destroy or uh, overcome the predator. Uh or to battle it, or to be a worthy combatant. They don't like that, and they don't like that there's this, uh, you know, underlying theme of, oh, the woman and misogyny, and it's woke culture. It's very disingenuous. I feel like people didn't watch the movie, and ultimately you have to reflect that this could have been told from the perspective of a man, uh, that a, a male character was the one that was on the journey and would evolve in this kind of way it could have been a youth coming of age and this was their uh adventure but it just didn't it's not the the movie doesn't have an agenda it's like this is just more interesting storytelling well how can we make this more interesting this could be more interesting uh it hadn't been done the same kind of way before we saw adrian brody we saw danny glover we saw arnold schwarzenegger let's change it up and rewrite it and reinvigorate in an interesting way that is believable that does make sense that's rewarding for and uh gratifying by the conclusion of it and it all makes sense she did not do this alone by the end of the movie a lot led to where things go in the movie and it does it all well so it's not fair to anyone uh to consider it uh or to dismiss it because of those few things there's a lot of things you can nitpick and we talked about a little bit of those things already and we'll get into more of the details so yeah. but yeah so, that's so, i agree that that's what's going for it. the the cast um the yeah, so, uh the so predator design and the story is excellent so you're if you're an incel and you're not watching this movie because it's uh the, the lead is a woman uh you know get over it um get a job get out of your mom's basement and um 
and just uh, you know stop being a bigot. Oh yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> um. So the other things I want to know. Um. Okay. So before we get into a full spoilers, some of the issues, broad stroke issues. Broad stroke issues. And this is the broad stroke issues. There's one thing. This is in English. Yeah. All the characters speak English, and a lot of what they speak is sort of a modern English with the way that they kind of talk or do shorthand, things that you would consider not modern, not native to the 1719 era of, yeah. in a Comanche tribe. Uh, I didn't let it take me out, and I chose not to watch the Comanche dub, which is a good point. They did do a Comanche dub. Uh, I've heard good things about it. But the film was still shot in English. So the dub that they have that you can watch, which is a great thing that they did, uh, does still have an English-acted uh, film yeah. and spoken language. But they've gone back and they've re-recorded a Comanche dub, which is to their credit. That's awesome. It, yeah, no one I, really would do that. I, I and, but that's – it's fair. Uh, it's a little nitpick. Uh, it might be not to the list nitpick. It's kind of annoying. But you just have to let go. The film – this is the other thing. This film might change this in the future because this film has had extreme success. This is the highest viewed release on Hulu's platform. Yeah. Hulu's uh, streaming platform, this horror film is number one, has the best numbers of any film that they've released on their platform or film or TV show. Right. And so this was in development for a while and they had what they had to work with. I imagine that budget-wise and the timing that they had it was an impossibility to try to get the language experts and the dialect coaches to help recreate this from the get-go in a Comanche right. spoken language. And, and right. it's not, wasn't as important. You know, the juice probably wasn't worth the squeeze. It would have been authentic and beautiful, but it probably didn't have to happen. And when you have budget restrictions, this is probably one of the things that came up and it is, we can't do it otherwise. We want to make an awesome film. This is just the, one of the acquiesces what we have, you know? Yeah. So I would say yeah. right off the bat, that is yeah. one of the small things that can take you out. Right, right. I would also agree, uh, say that, yeah, the budget felt um, at times a little obviously constrained um, with the – not with any of the animatronics or prosthetics. They were all no, fantastic. No. It was literally with the – there's a CG snake, there's a CG bear, yeah. and I, I think there was, oh, the CG lion. And um, yeah. all three of them were unfortunately, um, you know, they they were definitely, they definitely looked like CG, first of all. They didn't, right. uh, they didn't blend well enough to be like, mm -hmm. you know, where you kind of have to scrutinize it to see. Right, and, uh, the lion probably gets the most um, slack because it was night nice. nice. and, exactly. and it didn't look that bad that one when i was rewatching, i was like this one's not bad but yes the bear the bear was a triple, and the uh and the really, really bad, bad. it's really bad but again it, to your point yeah there's a budget there's a time frame uh they didn't have all the resources that they had and the money and time that they had spent that they wanted to spend they spent it on the appropriate thing these are important scenes at least with the bear yeah but I'm okay with it. You know, yeah. I can I can pull myself away from being too critical. But yes, that is one of the lacking things. And people will jump on that. It's fair. It's I'm sure they acknowledge that yeah. it's an issue. Sure. But it's what they were able to do. I and mean, so, I I, I kind of always, you know, complain about the CG anyway. So I'm like, I feel like a broken record every time I do. Um, yeah. 
but you do, but it's <laughs> but it, but it, you know, it's fair. Like if you're gonna use it, you know, you gotta use it, you gotta use it right. And um, unfortunately, this was what this was. was yeah, not I saw one. someone in regard to the bear thing, but that's the other thing too. We just came off watching Nope, and right. uh, where there's the exploitation of animals in film. Yeah. And uh, they used a CG chimp. Uh, no. I believe I saw someone tweet. I don't know how accurate it is, but in regards to the bear issue, uh, someone said that they wrote a bear in one of their scripts or such and such, and a producer read it and said, oh, I know that there's a bear in it. There's only three trained bear actors in the world. One's in Canada, and he's an asshole. you got to take the bear out of the script. <laughs> Something like that. So it's like it's fair. <laughs> It's it's some, there's probably not a lot exists. It's yeah. not realistic. So really, do you do it? And at that point, whenever your budget doesn't allow for laborsome CG artists, then or your studio isn't going to use a company that does it well, right? What do you 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 got to do what you got to do? So no, exactly. I mean, straight, um, uh, Hulu exclusive, like you know, I don't know the budget, but you know, from the it wasn't Lord of the Rings CG. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, they, but they did a great job. So I'm just going to mention a few names here as far as people that were involved in it. Uh, so the cinematographer you mentioned, Jeff Cutter is labeled as the DOP on this film. Uh, and the film does have amazing, uh, beautiful shots. There's a lot of large spans of the environment. And this was shot on location a lot. Of, and Well, it was shot in, I think, Alberta, Canada, to be honest. But yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh, big swaths of the landscape where nope. you can see the characters in the environment. And also the biggest thing that I can say about the environment that's awesome. Uh, did you notice like the, where the tribe was, um, uh, where it was existed in, on the plane. Uh, there's a lot of small shrubs and grasses that are like, you know, tall and like in the way you, you have to walk around them and shit. Yeah. It's very naturalistic. Like I don't remember seeing that in a lot of other films when they do like a tribe in an area. It's always oh, like it's always all flat, flat earth sand, with nothing yeah. around, as if <laughs> yeah. they dug up everything there and it's all clean. Yeah, this seemed much more naturalistic, and I loved that about it. Did you have something to mention about the cinematography? Yeah, uh, there were a, a handful of shots that were like straight from the first Predator that they were like, "Oh, we definitely mm -hmm. got to use." The, like, uh, you know, the top down specifically with like the slow kind of pan. Um, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was nice to see um, a, a couple nods there. Uh, and then the obviously the art department and everyone like that. Uh, I'm trying to just double check the soundtrack. The composer was pretty good. Uh, I'm not sure who ran it. Uh, there's a few people here, music editors, music. But there was a uh, like there's a there's a theme that plays whenever she eventually goes out on her hunt. Uh, to figure things out and it's it's almost this film kind of had elements of not necessarily dances with wolves or but last of the mohicans a little bit by the end of the film i feel like a lot of the it's native american inspired uh composer and so like some of the strings and drums that you hear it's hard to not associate them with films that were landmark films that utilize native american sure. uh actors but i thought a lot of that in it, and that was also a highlight for me uh, so kudos to those teams. Um, so yeah, those are the only nitpicks. I don't think I have any other issue with uh, with really anything. Um, um, are, we, are we spoiling? 
Are we have have we gotten to that point? Well, yeah, let's do. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, okay. That's why I just gave the more of a seven. I gave more of an eight. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll get into more details. We've done a few, but yeah, let's just get right uh, into. Uh, so into so in this movie, uh, they they come across uh, some French. Uh, um, Frontiersmen? They see, yeah, they seem more like invaders um, or oh, ra- yeah. raiders. But, but, I mean, this is just, um, right. But like explorers or whatever. Yeah, they're um, they're still going expeditioning to the west, you know. Sure, and sure. here they're they're going after all the uh, the bison for the the skins. For they're the skins. Uh, probably uh, fur traders, you know. Fur they're traders, just going yeah. to get skins and they're going to take it back because that was the whole thing. You get the skins, you come back up towards the Great Lakes, and you take them out to the Hudson and everything else, and it's all trade. They're all sure. they're fur, fur guys. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I just felt like um, the scene with all the skinned um, buffalo or bison or whatever you want to call them uh, was... Uh, so it was obviously a little bit of, um, of a nod to the predator, because like, that's what he does, right? But then you see the cigar, and you're like, oh, well, this wasn't the Predator who did all this. Right. It, it was just but you per- also know it's 1719, so you know who did it. Right. I, or I it's just, an envision. I, I just feel like it was a little beyond belief. Um, what? For the time that's period. That's what they did. No, yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah. what they did, though. Right, but they wouldn't they have used the animal for more? Or No. They you, just... That's what they did, they yeah. Just, like, there's... Yeah, because they, it was too much weight and everything, and all that. The only thing that was worth money was the the skin, and that's why it was so graphically absurd that they were doing it because it was such a exploitation and uh, raping of the land and the resources, and they went extinct practically. Right, right. Uh, and that's all that they did. Like those images. I don't know if you've seen the images of like where there's mounds of the skulls, and they're like hundreds tall by hundreds wide, and they're giant like masses of just bison skull because uh, it was just completely uh, obliterated by frontiersmen that right. wanted the skin to sell. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, I, I mean, because there's even a scene in Dances with Wolves. Don't you remember in Dances with Wolves, same thing happened. I never watched it. You don't remember that? Never you never watched it? it? No. Jesus Christ. How yeah. can you talk about... That's like a pinnacle... You should have seen a, that with your, with your mom. Your mom Ke- should have watched that with you. There's not a Kevin Costner guy, you know? Yeah, okay. Dance with this. Um, <laughs> anyway, he's dancing with wolves. That's his uh, his given name. At any rate, there's a scene like there. You would have associated and you would have probably understood or expected that more so. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Can, okay. So, so, so then, so then, you know, you have to give it to the filmmakers because it was it was very powerful and it actually like moved me. And I, when I was like, "What? What?" I was I was literally stunned, uh, you know, by I the see. scene. Gotcha. You know. So. So there's that. <laughs> uh, were you going anywhere? With it? You uh, I know I was just mentioning that I thought it was I just thought it was a little wasteful. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I was like I was like affected by that scene. Um I see. Well and it it's good. It it it's a necessary uh 
plot device because it's got a way to inform why these other uh, characters are going to exist in this environment. Right. And so it, it just it helps propel the plot in a way that uh, highlights the uh, their inability to commune or respect nature and the in the land that they right. are living in. So sure. Uh, but man, so um, this film, I love what this does with uh, the way that it starts. She's sort of, it's kind of crazy. I guess this could be another nitpick. She sees a goddamn alien spaceship kind of in the clouds and she's like, I don't know what she's thinking. Maybe she ate some of her her orange flower drug and she was like tripping a little bit where she yeah. like didn't like freak out like hey what the fuck something just happened she's like just chalking it up to the gods or whatever it's the yeah. thunderbird so yeah. i saw the thunderbird and it's like i guess you could go along with that but it's like a little bit like i feel like she should know it's something a little bit more sinister or concerning than that but maybe maybe not you know uh, yeah. right i is. mean i mean when you yeah when you think about the <laughs> the time period that that they're a tribe like they see something like that they must they have to think that it's an animal they don't know what machinery is or that machinery can't move on its own um or or that it's something from the gods yeah it's got to be one of those two yeah so uh but it unleashes the predator uh to your point uh the quick rundown of her story of beginning is the, build, the brother-sister bond is built. He's, like, talking to her about his hunting story, and she wants to hunt. He's like, you can't. you got to be a gatherer. Uh, you're just not ready for it, or you can't do it, uh, or you don't fall through. Uh, everyone has their job. Just let it go. She's fighting at that. Um, but all the while, we see the Predator drop off on the ship. Ship flies off, and then we see him on his journey, and Predator's journeys are to find worthy adversaries. Uh, and prey to hunt and along the way to to find what's the strongest species or entity on this planet that it's on and so that's what i like the progression of of it uh searching for that because you know it finds right. it it's neat it's like the circle of life it sees the ants get eaten by the rat which gets eaten by the rat uh by the, the snake snake which the predator kills. And then the following scene, he sees, and the next scene later, he's tracking this down. He's like, okay, the snake is the badass that I've seen first. Now he sees a wolf hunting a rabbit. And this, uh, I will say, was shot with a real wolf. They had a real wolf tracking uh, that they shot on a uh, camera with a big uh, arm uh, on a car, you know, a vehicle. So the wolf was running full speed, and they shot it like that. The rabbit, I think, was CG. But it's yeah. running; it doesn't really bother you. Uh, so the hunt, the predator finds that, and uh, and then the next thing that it finds is going to be a bear. We'll get to that in a little bit. But I like seeing how it is looking for the prey, and like it gets the wolf. And this is like the only shot we see. One of the shots. There's only two shots with the predator doing his thing, off right. camera or like in his own. Uh, right. He uses he, uh, the he uses the skull tool. Uh, st- uh, cleaning uh, st- stuff on the wall. Yeah, just he saw the biomass yeah. off the skull to, to neutralize. He, him, he, he also yeah he also skins the snake. Um, yeah, w- yeah, which, he did a quick which, cut and he just ripped it out. Yeah, which is uh, important to note because it actually comes back um, a little later here. Yeah, so we can get right into where it goes. Uh, so. Uh, Naru, uh, which we mentioned before, the 
skilled female warrior that they mentioned, which yeah. is screwed up. Uh, <laughs> and Tabe, they find out that there's one of their tribesmen that's been uh, attacked and taken by a lion, and they're referring to a mountain lion. And so they're going to go out and hunt. Uh, she goes with them or tracks them, follows them, and they confront her, say, you can't be here. We don't need a cook. So, you know, again, more of the fuel to feed the fire of the yeah. misogynist. And they're like, and they're like themselves. super rude to her. Like, like they're yeah. beyond like playful, uh, ha ha, you can't come along. Like yeah. they're, right. Like, they say, he said, we're not going to be out long enough to need a cook. Yeah. Like, if and it's you... kind of funny. This is a cool brother, sister dynamic. He's like, He's like, it's all right. She can, uh, if we find our friend and he's injured, she can heal him. Right. And that will, that's important. And yeah. she's a great tracker, which she is. Right. And then, and so he's like vouching for her to all of his like male counterparts. And then she's like, sweet. And he's like, so now you have to find us. She's like, yeah, I know. He's like, right. no, because you have to. Yeah, like, yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, like I... I'm not fucking kidding. Don't make me look like an idiot. <laughs> right, right. Uh, which which I love, like the their dialogue yeah. was so good. Um, yeah, he's awesome. He's a great great actor, uh, and he nailed this role for sure. Absolutely. He's like side character almost, you know, but it's very important, and it and their chemistry works wonderfully. Oh yeah. So they're searching, searching. She knows that there might be something out there, and she's starting to get more inclination of that. That she's seeing tracks, or she's questioning something because she saw, um, you know, things, but she doesn't really know what's going on. So. It's the uh, they find their friend, and now the brother wants to go hunt the lion because they need to hunt the lion, and she needs to stick with the other guy that's injured to heal him. So they're on their way back to heal him. She sees the tracks, and she's like, "I have to go warn my brother. This there's a thing with a bigger track that's out here." She sees the skin of the snake, and they're like, "What do we do this? Doesn't make sense." So she and wants they, to go back out. They also so they say that it's. They also that. they also say that it's bear tracks, and she's like, right, it's standing on its hind legs, like it's, yeah, that's it's not, not walking around too. It's not walking around two legged. But um, they're both, you know, they they're not as expert trackers. They just like dismiss her because it again doesn't make sense. What else could it be? We don't have any reason to believe it could be anything else because nothing else exists out here. It's a bear or a mountain lion. Those right. are the only two options. Yeah. So it's logical. Anyway, she gets one of the guys to go back with her. They run into Tabe, and now they're going to hunt a mountain lion. And they're up in the tree as the bait because they're in the lion's den. You know, he finds them, and she's like, there's something else out here. It's not a mountain lion. He's like, well, look, we're already here. we got to kill this first. You know, he's falling to beats. The mountain lion comes, attacks the friend. Tabe is out somewhere else in, in wait. Uh, and then she defends it, and this is where she, the lion's conflicting her. It's a really cool shot on the tree, right? But it still looks rough, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually love the this tree sequence. Um, I thought it was done pretty well. I was a little confused about the spear. Yeah, it's the way that it does <laughs> it. It does this in two different times. There's two different like uh, weapon impalements that I can't track 100% with how they actually move to yeah. manipulate. This one's a little bit more understandable than the other one that we'll mention later. The first... But it looks like she trips, and uh, she's, like, falling back and, like, comes across like this. Yeah. And it hits the lion in the shoulder as yeah. she falls off the tree. That's first, what it looks like to me. First time I saw it, I was like, I was like, oh, she fell, and her brother threw his spear into the side of the oh. lion. 
That's what I yeah. saw the first time. Second time, I was like, I was like, okay, no, that, that was definitely like her spear on accident. Yeah, which um, makes sense because later in the movie, he's like, yeah, you had it. It just like, you got knocked out. You know, right. he references I wouldn't have been able to overtake it had you not already done Internet, that. Yeah. Right. Which is again another uh, callback to what ends up happening by the end of the movie too, which is really right. neat to see. Right. So you mentioned this part earlier, but uh, she falls, she gets knocked unconscious, and she awakes at at camp, where her mother is tending to her, and she's like, "Yeah, your brother carried you back. He's out hunting yeah. lions." She's like, "What the fuck? I he's something else out there. I gotta go help him." She's trying right. to get up. She's like, "No, get to the fucking bed. Know your place. You can't do it." He comes back with the mountain lion. He has achieved what no one else could. He's saved and protected the tribe, and he is anointed war chief by the uh, by the chieftain, and everyone's celebrating. And he's like, "Look, you just couldn't close the deal." And and he says something kind of too modern there. He's like, "You you couldn't bring it finish home. it. Bring it yeah, you couldn't bring it home. Bring like, it home. I don't think that. So that again takes you out a little bit. Whatever. It's not a big deal." But that's the sentiment is what all you have to take it away from that and understand. Right. Uh, okay, so they go back out, right? Or do they? She is woken up the next morning again, kicked by her mother. Kicked they by have her to mother. go gather. Yeah. The women wake up early. They go gather first thing in the morning. Right. She sees the same woman with the uh, toddler on her back. She yep. decides, fuck that. I'm going out there. Right. And she goes out on her own. We haven't mentioned she's got a dog. Yes. We haven't talked about Sari yet. <laughs> Sari is the awesome dog companion that she has. Yeah. Uh, I love this dog. This dog really did look older, too. The breed, whatever breed it is, it looks kind of like an older breed, uh, more uh, naturalistic to the environment. I'm sure I, it's obviously a modern dog, but it yeah. looks older. I really, I really also enjoyed this dog. I like... I like that it survived as well. Uh, yeah. I, I think... heard uh, they've said that the dog was a bit of an asshole on set. It was just, they adopted it for the film and it was just, sometimes it was there and sometimes it wasn't there, like where it would act. And other times it was just like, no, fuck off. I want to play. And it was super rambunctious and really liked her. Uh, but there's <laughs> lots of scenes, like long scenes, like where she's walking through the village and the dog's just kind of walking with her. It's a good trained dog. Like, and it's doing what it has to do. And, it's a sweet companion. Yeah, yeah. It, really good stuff uh, with the dog. Yeah, definitely. good looking dog. It's a motive face. It was nice. Yeah. So they uh, they, they head out um, because she... So there was two times where she saw the thing, right? When the first time when it came in, but the second time she saw, like, like uh, color in the clouds across yeah, the plains, right? Yeah, right when the lion was attacking her. The lion yeah, was up on the branch with yeah, her, she got distracted. and she heard noises. Yeah. And she just saw red lights in the in the tree line yeah. and distracted her and the lion stroke uh stroke uh strike struck strike struck struck that's the word struck her uh <laughs> sorry i'm i am my whiskey's gone so it's like a little bit there uh and anyway <laughs> struck her and that's what caused it so yeah she's seen two things which again she doesn't know what to chalk it up to just she knows something's out there so she's out now, and she's just tracking. She's looking for something, what is she, whatever. She doesn't know what, is, what it is. Um, throughout the movie, she's been – you can see her hunting with a tomahawk. She's obviously very versed in oh, yeah. using her tomahawk to throw. Right. She's, That's her weapon of choice. And she throws it like, like yes. a madwoman. She's so good. 
And um, and it's during this scene leading up to it could be I think it's before the bear, uh, where she realizes that because early in the film originally she's chasing uh, a deer, and she wasn't able to get it because she had kept tracking down her axe when she would throw it. She had to run to where that went right. and now run again and throw it again. So as she's now out on this hunt, she tries to get a rabbit and she can't at first. So then she's like, okay, I got to rethink this. She starts to tear down shit and make a rope. She fashions her own rope, attaches it to the tomahawk. And now she starts practicing it. And all of a sudden she's Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Right. With a freaking tomahawk. <laughs> and it's awesome. This is um, a, a one smaller thing. We'll give a little bit of like disbelief has to be suspended a little bit because the physics of it might not really be working out 100% sure, sure. the first day that she tries it, but she's very good with the tomahawk, so I could believe if she yanked a cord, she'd know how to catch it and has the weight of it understood to handle sure. it properly. So let it go. She is very good uh, yeah. with the with the rope very fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, okay, so she's, she's out there and um, – does she the tribe shows up to bring her back? Um, is that what happens first? No, she sees the bear first. The bear. The bear first. happens first. Yeah, because she gets her war paint and everything washed off, and then she's like washed up, and then she encounters them to take her back, and she's like, "No, we have to go. There's something out there," and they're like, "Your brother's out on the other side of the mountain." She's like, "Oh shit, we have to go get him. That's where I left the thing." predator right the bear encounter comes first right but she finds something she finds the mud pit first right she's made her axe with the thing she's just looking around uh oh right she gets stuck yeah she gets stuck this is where we see the predator cleaning the wolf skull uh the predator then hears the dog barking and starts to track the dog bark right and she encounters the the mud pit where she gets stuck and the only thing that saves her is the weapon that she made. She throws it onto the brambles. And this is a cool scene because they kind of like misdirect here. I thought we were going to get a re-envisioning of uh, Arnold seen in the mud. Right, right. They had her covered in mud, but they didn't bother to uh, to have the and it's like, not And she crawls out. Yeah. And she's, she's, right, she's right in front of a bunch of roots, which is exactly what Arnold was in front of. He crawled up, and he was holding on to the holding roots. Holding on like, to the roots, And he was yeah. just holding on. So it was, it was a neat uh, reference in the original movie I liked. Uh, but she cleans her shit off, and then she starts walking. She comes up the hill, and uh, they hear her and the dog hear the noise of a bear, and they just peek over, and they see it right away. Uh, the wind just shifts all of a sudden, blows their scent downhill, and now the bear is onto them, and right. they have to escape that. Right. Yep, they escape mm-hmm. the bear uh, in like a... A river and some beaver yeah, dam. Beaver dam. Yeah. Yep, yep. She dives underwater, gets into the beaver dam. A bear is on it, but then the predator shows up. Right. <laughs> and this is a badass scene. Yeah, yeah. The bear and the predator fight. Yeah, fucking hand to hand combat. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, and the predator was like, got got hit a few times. He got, he, yeah, he got the yeah, fucking he, Revenant he, he, treatment yeah, here, dude. He got yeah. thrashed around a little bit. Yeah, he he definitely... You're like, oh my god, he could lose this fight if it obviously wasn't a 90-minute Well, and I'm movie. thinking, like, <laughs> fucking, you know, yeah. I was like, fucking bears 
giving it to him. You know, and you see the bear roar up with uh, the green blood coming from his fangs. Yeah. Uh, so here's the other thing we're going to note. By the end of the film, I, I, on the second viewing, I kept track of all of the injuries sustained by the feral predator. Oh, okay. Uh, and so as of, so thus far, the wolf bit him in the calf, uh, and here the bear bites him and is thrashing him in the water. So that's his injuries sustained thus far. Uh, but yeah, the bear uh, ends up pulling away after that first attack, and the predator gets up and he's like, come back at me, bro. Uh, and the bear charges, and he kind of bald bulls him like Matt, little Mac from Punch Out, and yeah. he just he, <laughs> the punches him in the side of the head, and he goes down. Yeah. Down, down goes Frazier, uh, and he brings him back. He cuts him, and he fucking the sweetest visual just lifts him up over his head, and the blood's just raining down. Raining down. And it's like, and it's and it's messing with his uh, his camouflage, right? This yeah. Where she, yeah. This it's where like, she sees, and she watches this. Well, and it's just like, you know, it's like all the other Invisible Man-type movies where an invisible cloak is now drenched in something. So you've seen the four minutes gets in out. Yeah. Uh, and, and she sees it, and she's freaking the fuck out. She gets yeah. into the water to go downstream to get right. her away, and the predator sees that there's a life form going down. Right. Uh, but she's able to kind of go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Her her watching that scene was was great with the and it was terrifying. The horror of that love him being right there, like they, it's the same kind of tension that happened when Arnold was in the water and the predator was coming in, uh, in stream whenever he was stuck there. The same kind of tension is there where she's hidden at the moment and he's distracted, but you just saw him so physically dominate a giant bear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so you're you're like, oh my God, please do not find her. She's done. And right. like the tension there was re- really well shot and executed with uh, with how they did that. The violence of what it was able to achieve through physically hand to hand defeating a bear. And that's the thing. It's gonna compete uh, compete with the uh, the opponents that it has relative to what they're able to compete with. So a bear and other animals, they're just using what they have on them, their hands. And so right. that's what the predator is using, because that's what it's fighting with. That's a fair fight. That's right. the honorable way to do it. Right. Or if he sees tools, he uses tools. Yeah, so that's what gets us to the next thing you were asking when the, the other guys come. She washes up on shore, right. and that's where they find her. Yep. And like, we're going back. We're going back. She's like, nah. Then, then they physically restrain her in a in a extremely violent fashion. Uh, once again, right. once again, like really um, doubling down on on the the brutality, or even like the you know, it's a it's a horror movie trope where you have uh, like bullies, right? There's always sure. bullies. There's all there's always heroes, and the heroes get bullied, and then the bullies get their comeuppance, right? Um, so that's kind of how I feel about these um, these other hunters that are not her brother um they kind of fill the role because they are viciously mean to her it's not just a regular level of of like you're coming with us let's go and they grab her no they grab her they they fight they hit her she has she bites one and like blood's coming out of his arm they tie her arms behind her back yeah uh yeah it's yeah she's able to hold her own uh with the one because it's sort of like the other uh, guy that would have wanted to compete for uh, War Chief, but Tabe got it. Um, right. His character's name is right here. Give me a quick second. I can pull up. Uh, they don't ever say it. 
Wasate, played by Stormy Kip. Um, we should note also, we didn't mention it before, but there are a ton of uh, in, uh, indigenous peoples that are represented in this film by people of the ethnic background. Uh, there's only a few uh, Caucasians or otherwise Latino, possibly actors that are playing the roles of Native Americans. But for the most part, these are actual people that are indigenous of uh, in the Americas. And so it's pretty awesome to see. It does not happen a lot. Uh, especially like a, a woman leading this movie and being as well received that's not that doesn't they're not given a chance often and they don't nail it as as often as this one as uh amber midthunder did but sweet so yeah she holds her own they tie her up and like moments later they start to hear shit and rustling in the things and she she knows something's up because she was just saw this thing dispatch a bear uh and they're like well we'll see what that is it's just a couple possums and they shoot one and they're like, yeah, see, and she's like, what chased the possum? And uh, the dude soon finds out it's the predator. <laughs> it's the predator. <laughs> uh, yeah. And this is where we get to see the, the, the laser system, laser guided helmet system. That's right. Uh, so it's, it's, an, it's new. It's different than we've seen before. Right, right. So it's the still the three red dots. But uh, it's like uh, little crossbow bolts, little silver crossbow bolts. And uh, he has to actually shoot them from a gun. They're not shot from the same device that has the lasers. And, yeah. um, and they are they and go they're able and to move independently. They, they move and the dots and can move a little bit. Almost like heat sinking, but to the dot. Um, yes, yeah. It's, a, it's, a very, yeah. it's a very neat... Yeah. Uh, a neat twist <laughs> on a and it's 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 on uh, the guy uh, the Wasape or Wasape or whatever his name is. They don't think ever say his name, and it's kind of a little bit annoying whenever you see a character's name in the thing. It's like, well, did it matter? It's just I wish I knew how to pronounce it, so I, I hate that I don't know how to pronounce his name. Sure. Uh, so the dots are on him, and he's holding his hands up, and the one gets him in the eye, and so he holds it up, and all you see is you just hear the 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 shooting of the bolts and the piercing of his body and he falls into the front of the camera on a long shot a rack focus shifts to him and you see it's in his eyes and his chest and he's he's dead yeah. and so now she's like cut me loose they're like sit down we got this and this is another cool thing these these are warriors right they're going to confront whatever is in front of them and so they're like the two of them it's like an older guy and a younger guy. They're like, hey, hop over the lawn. They're like, we're fighting this fucking thing, whatever it is. Right. And this is the first full shot where we see this thing uncamouflage, takes the cloak off, and it's like, rawr. Yeah. And it's sweet as shit. <laughs> it is so This sweet. is what I designed. This is this is the image that I drew my uh, my uh, my artwork from of the president. Oh, that yeah, that first image, yeah. Yeah, he looks so good. He looks so good. I mean, no no body armor, but the skull mask, uh the uh the hair um in the newer predators is more like dreadlocks and in this is yeah. more like hair, like big thick black strands. Um so he looks more Yeah, the looks, mandibles that yeah. he's got are just like they don't protrude out, you know, they kind of like come down like claws. They just have a there's a a primitive look yeah and it it i would say it's it's kind of terrifying uh yeah it's a it's an excellent excellent look um yeah the design and the the dude that played it again uh i'll say dane deliegro uh just killed it it's super menacing 
So here's the third conflict, the third battle that the Predator is in on this planet. He's up against two uh, two guys uh, with spears and bows, and he takes a couple hits here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He gets an arrow to his forearm. He gets speared in the back, and his foot gets completely uh, done in with a spear. Yep. Green blood splattering. Green blood everywhere. Uh, but he takes care of these dudes pretty quick. Yes. Yes, he does. Yeah. Dude gets his arm cut off. He's sliced in the in the gut. He's dead. The other guy already got shot with the arrows. And this is where the other shot happened where he's he's got he brings out his spear because these guys have spears. This is the cool thing too. He shoots the arrows because they shot arrows at the possum. So right. he shoots the arrows at the first guy. So then it's all that makes sense. And now they come out in front of the log and they've got spears on them. And so he brings out his spear. And then it, we just find out it separates into clubs. This is one of the things where he like impales the guy onto the log where it's like, how did he like twist his body like that? It's like a little weird looking. Like he hit him, but then he penetrated him into the uh, log. And it was like, I don't see how he did that. I don't get it. But that's all right. Um, can I segue, just sidebar real quick here? Sure. This is something that's always bothered me about the Predator. I don't, like, he's known to be this honorable hunter that wants trophies, find the best prey that's a worthy opponent. Uh, one thing, though, dude, most of the time, you're fucking camouflaged. <laughs> that's not fair. Right, if you right. want it to be fair unfucking camouflage and fight fair like that's not fair am i wrong like i'm like always saying like, like they always talk yeah. about it. like and, and you see it in predator one it's like you, you're always camouflaged of course they're gonna lose against you they can't see you yeah no, I, and then in predator two he's going through the streets of la destroying people they can't see you <laughs> yeah they've got all the guns but you're invisible <laughs> it's like it's not fair. Like I and he's hunting a wolf. He's invisible. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah. Come on. No, no, no. That's a good point. It's a good point. I mean, he. <laughs> it just it, it bothers me a little bit. So, I, I mean, don't so, think it's sometimes good. he does turn it off. I mean, not I know, all the time. But, but it's <laughs> no, not all the time. And I feel like I'm like, dude, that's an advantage. Like, you can't be like, oh, I'm we're, like, you're cheating a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, they, he also he also has infrared vision. In his in his helmet, <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's like, you can see yeah. what's alive. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, his eyes are obscured. It's just a different kind. It's just the way he sees, I guess, right? Is it? Uh, is the it wolf, or is the, it the helmet? I think it's the helmet. Well, I mean, it's hard to say. Uh, in uh, in in one, he changes. Yeah, the, uh, the, yeah, the changes. Yeah, the settings. The whole technology and the way that it's utilized is very interesting and unique, and a lot of people that have done the art design and the evolution of the character have shifted it and made sense to why they can do this or that, and it's really cool and interesting. It, some people would say it's like kind of uh, a little bit too much. Yeah, I don't even know that much bullshit, but it is neat. <laughs> they, they do adjust it a little bit, uh, and so it's neat because his eyes are completely obscured with this helmet, this bone helmet, you know. Yeah. but somehow it integrates with his body obviously because it's able to seek or to see somewhere that's where you know where you can see stuff through it so sure i don't understand it but it's sci-fi so it doesn't have to be uh don't have to understand thing that you yeah 
So at any rate, uh, those dudes are dead. She, but he, she cuts her binds on yep. a, uh, the axe, which she pulls. She grabs her axe, she cuts them, and she, uh, she runs. She hightails it out of there. Uh, and shit. Uh, oh, she gets out of there. The other dude went to take a piss. She gets out of there. She runs into the the field. This is the, this scene's still continuing. It's not over yet. The guy grabs her, pulls her down. He's like, "We got it. We're gonna get him. I can see it. We got him." Yeah. And because you can see the red light from the tree line, because it's looking out into the field of grass that they're both towering right. underneath the grass. But it already sees them. She sees the dots on the dude's friend. She's like, "No, he's got us." And this scene was awesome. The running oh, right. scene. Yeah, she because she pulls them. So the so this time the the darts miss. Right. Because right. she saw the dots and she, she pulled the dots, them. Yeah. Again, this is this, you got to pay attention. She's seeing how this predator operates. Right. The brother mentions it later on, and through the movie, you have to use your visual uh, <laughs> acumen here to realize she's learning uh, from what she's witnessing. Right. This is another scene where she's learning how this this creature fights or how it does what it does. So yeah, she pulls them aside and, and now they're just hightailing it in the grasses. And this was right. an awesome scene. It was just like in Jurassic Park uh, two, two, where the Velociraptors were coming through the grasses. The tall grass, aerial yeah. shot. Oh yeah. You just see it knocking down. Whew. Yeah. But he gets the one dude. He catches yeah. the first. He catches up with that guy real quick. And this is another awesome shot. The long shot with the blood splattering in the air. Oh yeah. Yeah. So she escapes to the woods, uh, and she runs into a bear trap. Yes, she runs into a bear trap. A bear trap owned by the Frenchman. The French predator. Predator approaches, sees the chain, pulls on the chain, and is like, "I'm not fucking doing this. This isn't right." Yeah. And then the Frenchman approach, knock her out, take her to camp. Yep. Uh, right. So she even knows that now that the predator won't fight you if you're helpless. Uh, he wants to yeah. hunt. He wants to hunt. He does not want to eat. Which is and a so line it, from uh, earlier in the movie, I believe. Uh, uh, he, he, he what? Uh, Say it again? He, he wants to hunt. He doesn't want to eat. It's something uh, the bait. He doesn't want the bait. He doesn't want the bait. He doesn't want, right. he doesn't want yeah. bait. He wants, he wants to hunt. Yeah. Uh, but I like how she interprets it a little bit further to develop her personal journey. She in, uh, personalizes it. He doesn't see me as a threat. Right. She, I think she attaches it to looking like bait, but she internalizes it more so that it's her specifically. She right. wasn't a threat anymore. Right. Because she was doubting herself, and that's part of her journey again, until she can feel confident enough, to like, no, I'm the fucking, I'm the, I'm the, the horses. <laughs> I can hunt. Right. I can do what everyone else says I can't. Right. Um, so right, take so us she, up to the camp. She, she comes. She comes to in the camp, and um, these are French pirates. I think I'm going to call them pirates, for lack of a lack of a better term, uh, because of, trappers. I'm going to well, you go the, ahead. I'm going to put up the a, word for the, the people in the fur trade that the, was. What did they call it? There's, there's, a a there's an Easter egg. Um, that that. There's an Easter egg. In in this movie that later, in um, in the franchise, uh, refers to uh, a pirate. Uh, so right, anyway. but he was a captor. He was held by these Frenchmen. Oh, he was. 
the owner yeah, he of wasn't the, one of them. The, the owner gun. of the pistol? Yeah. Yes, he was like, because uh, he spoke her language, he was like an interpreter. He was someone oh, that was being that guy, hired. Oh, or, sure, sure. Yeah, he wasn't okay. one of the Frenchmen. Okay. Anyway, anyway. At any rate. Uh, um, so what's happening here? They're, uh... They're, she's in the cage. All right, they're talking at her in French. Uh, then the interpreter comes up, and he's like, he's like, you got to help us. What is it? Help us. Uh, you, do you know anything about it? And obviously they're talking about the predator. Um, and she's like, no, I'm in a cage. I'm not going to tell you anything. And he's like, he's like, trust me, you're, you're going to want to help or it's, you know, it's going to be bad. And this one like big burly Frenchman is like trying to, he's already being held back by his buddies. Um, cause he's like, let's just, yeah, this, this guy girl. is very, like, he's like, this guy he's is like, very over the top. Uh, he, his, his character's name is Big Beard. He's played by <laughs> Mike Patterson, and this guy looks like the definition of a goddamn uh, mountain man. Like he's got lots of hair. Yeah, yeah. It's like he, he looks like if you grew your shit out more than you already do, you would look like this fucking guy. <laughs> like, right, right. <laughs> I think Halloween, you're this guy. I'm this I'm guy. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Uh... Oh jeez. Oh yeah, they have the brother. Right, they have the brother. That's why. Yeah. Yes. Pulls them out, cuts them just like, uh, just like Danny cuts himself in Predator. Right. Danny right. Billy, 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 Billy cuts himself. Billy. Yeah. I watched. I, I watched the first Predator last night. Um, I after. I rewatched Predator, Predator Two, and Predators with Sarah over the weekend. Yeah. Really? Did you watch the Predator? No, it wasn't on Hulu. Oh, okay. I think even Hulu acknowledged that it's a piece of shit and was like, "We don't have that." <laughs> like, it's Thank actually it's it, it it's actually the worst in the franchise. Yeah, I I I did we see it in the theater or did I just watch it at some point? I definitely I, saw it in the theater. Were you with us? I can't remember if we I we, we saw Overlord together. Like, there's a few movies okay. that came out like a couple years ago that I remember us seeing together. Overlord. I can't remember the Predator. Yeah, the that Predator might have been one too. I don't remember the angle in the Predator though, where autism played a role. Why the is sun, that? The sun. But the Predator is hunting the sun. No, well, no. The sun figures out how to use his equipment because he has autism. Because he's okay. super okay. smart. Because I couldn't remember. People make fun of it. They're like, "Oh yeah, the Predator is hunting autism in this one." I'm like, I don't remember that being a laughable uh, thing. What? It's definitely not a laughable thing. thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know why anyone would laugh about that. <laughs> But, you know, that's a... Autism's bad enough. Now he's got a predator after him. (laughs) Autism is the secret to unleashing the predator's bloodlust. The blood of an autistic child. All right. You got to give it up. You got to give it up. You got to give it up for that movie uh, for for two uh, very important side characters that are now predator canon. And that is... The characters played by Keegan Michael Key and Tom Jane. <laughs> oh my God, were they hilarious in that movie? And yeah. also, the only redeeming uh, quality of that movie were those two yeah. characters. Yeah, yeah, the comic relief there. Yeah, they were. Uh, man, so, uh, so yeah, we referenced the, uh, Billy coming out. Uh, right, with the where he. Tabe getting. So crazy about the original Predator when he when he cuts himself like that, 
and then the next thing you see is the party continuing on, and all you hear is Billy scream, and it's literally yeah. seconds after he's he's yeah. got himself. Like he yeah. he didn't even fight the predator; the predator just killed him. Yeah, I, so here's the, that's the only other thing. Like it's not a gripe, but um, it would have been cool had they connected that a little bit more. And I think that you can be you can bridge that gap on your own, like the this existing in native american culture in 1719 could explain why billy is one of the first to have an inclination that something is out there something is watching because of stories from their culture being passed down ancestrally through their bloodlines that he knows something and he also grabs at his uh his his whatever he has on his chest which looks a lot like the little satchel that they keep the drug in. Right. And so I'm orange, like, to me, yeah. I'm like connecting it like canonically, uh, like to, to why that this is and why Billy understood. He knew what he was up against, but he wasn't capable of really doing anything about it. Uh, I connect that in that way. Oh, sure. You know, but I feel like they could have maybe referenced it more so or connected it more perhaps in subsequent movies perhaps in the pray the... perhaps in pray 2 which yeah. there's no way they're not going to make <laughs> oh the, after the success of this they absolutely will they already gave themselves that little that yeah. little end credit scene oh yeah so at any rate uh the brother gets does whatever and they're more or less like yeah they're gonna they're, they're gonna use them as bait right. they know that the predators out there that's why all those traps have been set. They've been looking for it, you know, because they've been it's like they're keen to something is out there. Right. So now they're the bait, and this is the big next big step piece. Is there's this ashen field of uh, that they burned up. Yep. And, and they've tied. They're, they're uh, tied Abe back and, to back. Yeah. And Naru are tied to a tree, and this is where they kind of talk through what's going on. And he's like, "You chose this as your your trial. This is your <laughs> this is your hunt." Is yeah. this thing? I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. she's like, "Yeah, it didn't. It didn't fear me." She's working through her shit, but she's also knows that like it's not going to come for them. So it doesn't take long. Uh, there's guys camped out on the uh, outskirts of the perimeter of this thing, and you see it off screen at first. You just see a dude slump off of his horse with yeah. blood kind of going somewhere, and the guys look back and like, "Oh shit, Keskasai." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then you just see the one guy go, mad. Mad, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're dead. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they're dead. Uh, and there were so many more Frenchmen than I thought there were, because uh, you yeah. only see a couple of them. And then this scene, they're just coming out of the woods. They just keep, they just keep next wave, next wave. And the predator's like, oh, do you, you got more? And yeah, he, just, yeah, yeah. he just kills the next wave. <laughs> And this is where we get to see him do some real cool shit because now he's fighting forces that have guns. Guns, and other yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So he, this is where he pulls out the shield, and the shield yep. doubles as a very sharp-edged uh, disc um, that mm -hmm. uh, he uses in many ways. <laughs> yeah, he fucking uh, chokes out the dude. The dude pulls a knife, and he just looks at him like. Uh, Fuck that. <laughs> Activates it and just decapitates him and cuts the tree yeah. right down. Like, it's like, shink, gone. But it was also just some awesome hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat. They get him. They get the drop on him at first. He steps on a bear trap. Right. He falls down. He His arm lands in another bear trap. Right. Uh, and then they, they net him. And they're like, yeah, we got him. And 
shit. He gets the dude in the neck. He stands up and t- drives the dude all the way up in the air and then comes slamming down. That was another awesome kill. He yeah, that was flies a good him one. up and and punches down. Oh, he uh, one one guy. guy running away. He shoots the uh, the net cutter, uh, which we've seen before, uh, which yeah. I love. Is one of my favorite gadgets. <laughs> was that first in Predator Two with Danny Glover? Was it? It was two. Yeah, I don't think it was in one. Yeah, no, so yeah, because I know have, it, it must have been in two. Dies. I think one of Gary Busey's guys dies with it in the, the in the yeah. meat locker, but then uh, they use it on Danny Glover, but he gets out. But he, he cuts it because he cuts it. Yeah, 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 he cuts it up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that was awesome. How it like it has the little capsule and just tighten, tighten, tightens, and it just like. Oh, and it goes right back into off. the castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty brutal. Yeah. So we actually get to uh, see takes, more of yeah. it, more of the device. Um, yeah, he grabs the bear trap that they got him, throws it at the dude. Right. Gets he just him opens it and just throws it. <laughs> yeah. And then close hand to hand combat. He's tomahawking, stabbing dudes. Uh, really great action scene. Yeah. But the the our leads feel safe because she tells him like he doesn't hunt this way. We're just bait. He's not going to do anything. Right. We're fine. And so she. Tells the story about the beaver chewing off its leg. Uh, this is a neat little note. I don't know if you double checked the casting. Uh, Tabe's uh, played by uh, Dakota Beavers. Right. And so whenever she's telling the story and she throws the rock to break them free, she's like, "I'm smarter than a beaver." And he kind of like, it's like, it's a neat little funny little <laughs> joke. Sure. Uh, and so then Predator takes out the rest by hopping. You see him hopping from trees a couple different times in the movie. And oh, yeah. here you see they they see him happening. Uh, um, Tabe goes to get the horses because the horses are running off. Uh, and she wants to go get the dog. And the dog's still at camp. The right. Predator continues to take care of the other dudes. He drops off. He uses his um his arm here, his little uh, gauntlet with the, with the little key codes on it. Yep. It does a little beep-bop-boop jumps over them and drops that underground and this is like a another bomb but it's not the nuclear-esque type bomb from predator this one has like three little beyblade looking fucking things that come out and they yeah and they go they go pretty much straight at the at the guys and yeah and you just see it from afar yeah uh and so then we're gonna cut to um to naru battling the camp of fucking frenchmen right Right, because she's trying to get her dog. Yeah, she's looking for the dog, uh, and she's got to fight her way through. And this is an awesome action, action sequence. This is really good choreography where you can see how skilled she is in combat. You know, right. she's trained as a warrior. Uh, she dispatches, like, I want to say four, maybe more, uh, four, maybe five, but I yeah. think four dudes with uh, just close hand-to-hand knife combat where she's slicing and dicing, uh, throwing shit and stabbing. Yeah. And um, the translator uh, shows up here? Yeah. Uh, I guess we should just... Uh, it's Raffi- Raphael uh, Adelini is the name of the character. But Raphael, uh, he shows up. He pulls a gun. It's hard to notice, but during the fight with the Predator in the scene before... He's from far away, hiding behind a tree. He turns around and shoots. The Predator takes a new weapon that we haven't seen and throws it at him. It's sort of like a a snap bracelet. 
but it goes yeah, through everything. Yeah, yeah. And it takes it takes off its leg. He shows up at camp with her, holds the gun on, and says, "Help me! I'll teach you how to use this gun." Right. Because he's got a stump. But she also it, gets. She like, also gets like, the... like an actual pirate. <laughs> she also gets the. Uh, she gets the weapon. The weapon. Yeah. So she sees it. it, it I. To me, logically, it says. To me, I think like, okay, well, it kind of cauterized a little bit because it was like heat based in a, in one part. Because he uses it to get out of the bear trap at the be- uh, when the scene first starts. The predator lifts it up and switch uh, snap raise his yeah. bear trap. It is funny to consider it as a snap raise, so I will admit. Uh, yeah, she helps them, and he's teaching her how to use the gun. She puts the medicine, and she gives them the medicine, which they referenced earlier, makes them cold. Uh, she gives them the mushroom and the orange right. flower medicine. He starts to like hype, like shock, and uh, and then she hears the predator, and so she runs, and he starts crawling away, but and then he's, he's in camp, and she's got to turn around. He just he plays dead. Right. She sees that he doesn't see him. Because, yeah, the predator she, follows the blood trail because the blood trail is warm still, yeah. but the body is cold. It's neutral. Right. It's all dark blue. And it's like, oh, there's nothing here. And she pieces that together. She sees Again, she sees him. She says, more information it must, from her. It must be because he's cold. And then, uh, but he makes a noise, like he screams. Because the predator is going to walk away, but he steps on his leg or something. Yeah, yeah, and he steps like, on something. Ah! And then he just, just drops he's something. Dead. Or, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor uh, guy. And so, um, the predator, I think, sees her somehow here, but uh, more or less, this is where now the brother. Uh, oh no, uh, I can't remember how it happened. The brother is circling camp, but it doesn't matter which beat. But the brother shows up here. He's got a horse, and he's going to start. Um, he comes, he attacks the predator. Predator's on him. Yeah. And this is where she sees the laser guided missiles uh, dart. Yeah. She he gets his mask knocked off. And right. now it's aimed at a tree, and she sees him shooting the darts, but the darts going around and hitting the tree where the lasers were pointing. So she pieces that together gotcha. here. Right. Uh, and now the brother is fighting, and this brother gets some good fucking hits on the predator here. Right. She right. tries he, to use the gun, but it doesn't work. Yeah, and he he does get a chance to say to his uh, sister uh, that I'm. He's like, I'm not gonna make it. Uh, I'm gonna do what I can. But you've gotta you gotta bring it home. He bring he says well he yeah because back. so it's it's re- this is like where it's intelligently written. It's not just dumb hokey like oh do bring it home to like, but he um whenever she's going on the hunt with the lion, he says this can be your this can be your right. There's she a word that they use that I don't know what the word is. It's right. a, trial. We're gonna, we're gonna say trial. Yeah, the trial. Your your journey, your trial. Uh. When you do it, you have to tell it. Uh, this is where your this is where you end. Right. Uh, this is as far as you go. This, this is, is your you end. You're you're done. Like something like that. Uh, and here, after he hit, he gets a couple of hits, I'll list it. Uh, he gets his head clubbed. He gets speared right through his body because he comes oh, by yeah. the horse and goes all the way through him. Uh, he gets shot with the arrow like Legolas style. Habe is like fucking legless with these arrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's shooting them, running up, pulling them out, slicing them with them, shooting them again. Right. He's got several hits on the predator, but the predator obviously still wins. Um, 
but yeah, he tells her uh, he tells her more or less the same thing because he's now gonna die. He knows the predator snuck up uh, behind him, camouflaged. Again, predator doesn't fight fair, uh, and he tells her those words. This is as far as I go. Right. Uh, you, this is where my my story ends, and you have to you have to finish this. Uh, and so he is dispatched, but. She doesn't run at first. She's still shook by it. Uh, he then gets the wolf skull and he stabs the predator in the thigh and says to run. Predator finally finishes him off. Uh, and so she runs away. And so now it's on. Now it's the uh, final scene with where Arnold went to prepare and arm himself with the Boy Scout stuff. And he made a bunch uh, of traps. Dylan was dead, <laughs> and that's what she's doing. Yeah. She sets a couple traps. She's She's got the she's got the helmet or the skull uh, helmet piece, right? She yeah, sets, she gets she got she the sets helmet. That up. She gets the Frenchman. She she, she finds him uh, licking his wounds at the water, and she goes and clubs him and brings him into camp. But right. uh, so well, so, so she does that first. Then yeah. all the setting up with the stuff. She brings she brings him in because she thinks that she can do it right away. She doesn't get the helmet yet. She sets right. trap. For the Frenchman, this is cool. This is where she's like testing her theory. She takes the medicine. The Frenchman's set up. The gun's not gonna. The gun's fucked up for whatever reason. Yeah. The predator approaches. Doesn't see her. Sees the French guy. And now she shoots a point blank. This is what starts this final scene where she does do the setup. She shoots a point blank in the back of the head, and it knocks the helmet off. She takes the helmet and she runs. Right. Uh, right. And the predator is fucking pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So then she goes and she sets up the she sets up the tree with the spears. She sets up the head, right. uh, and she's getting all of her shit in order. And then the final confrontation happens, and she utilizes all of that. Uh, she what's the first trap that she sets? Oh, she just waits for it uh, near there, right? Yeah, there's blood on the ground yeah. in the environment, and so she is up on the tree, right? Yeah. And then she runs off the tree, gets on his back, and she's like four axe chops to his yeah. body. Yeah. He throws her uh, over into the uh, to those uh, to that root from the tree, and then he, uh, but she's wrapped around the her tomahawk thing on his neck, and she's pulled him into the the mud. And right. I thought this was gonna be the end. Like she pulled him into the mud, he's gonna drown. I yep. was like, nah, it's a little bit disappointing, a little bit. And I wasn't even thinking about other things that have already been set up. But he gets up and he's infuriated. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah. And he starts, he brings out his uh, his dart weapon and yeah. he aims it right at her, thinking he's he's got the drop on her and he shoots it at her, but it deflects because the helmet is set off on a uh, rocks next to him and it comes through and it just goes right through his head and, and that's, that's the end of the Predator. Yeah. And before we finish. Uh, because I mean, there's there isn't much left, obviously. Um, I I had a problem with the, this kill. Um, yeah. Why? Yeah. Now now the setup was great. Um, definitely an homage to the original Predator as well. Um, it was just too perfect. I you know what I mean? Like that yeah, worked out you, for her. You could yeah. have got the Predator in the mud, stuck in the mud, whatever. But there's no way to know that this tiny little triangle of three red lights was going to be going through the Predator, right? 
So, so and, and it's an easy fix. It's a super easy fix. And I'm just like, I'm, she was sitting like, or like kneeling, like staring at the predator, like come and get me, you motherfucker, right? Yeah. She could have, it could have been right underneath her, you know. She, he pulls yeah. the thing out, he pulls the trigger, she lifts it up, oh, and oh, points no, no, it right at him, you know. Under, it's underneath her crotch, and then it symbolizes the womanhood. It <laughs> Get comes out from of her here. Crotch, and it shoots a psalm saying it would have made so much sense. No, it's like it birth and, and death. <laughs> and it, it connects everything together. No, what it what, what shows it, her power what is it does, her vagina. <laughs> what it does is it takes that that little impossible coincidence uh, of being just that lucky away and replaces it with a skill. <laughs> okay. Uh, one might also say, how could a person laying prone in a gulch tail that a log a hundred plus feet up in the air is perfectly above where this other person is right over here. And if they kick this, it'll drop right on. And they're just standing in just the right spot that <laughs> okay. it crushes them. I it's the same thing. I it get, I, yeah, I get that it's a movie. I agree with you. I do agree. It's, it's lightning striking yeah. exactly where you predicted to strike. It's yeah. unrealistic. It is. But you know, this is, fucking alien yeah it's an alien movie like i get i get that i'm arguing about real realism what's realistic what isn't in in a what's sci-fi frustrating movie. is that people are so upset about her being able to beat the predator and it's frustrating because two things one the whole movie showed you how she learned oh sure uh, tabe said he said whenever they were on the tree before the frenchman's uh battle he said you see things i don't you are a smarter hunter. Like you have all of that ability that he doesn't have. Uh, and so he, uh, so there's that she's intelligent. She's learned how the thing right. hunts and she's out, be able to outwit it. Uh, but two, do you need me to list all of the goddamn injuries the predator sustained oh, already? Sure. That should yeah. Indicate that it has fucking been debilitated in some kind of way. And also Predators are known for having this sort of um, bloodlust or this rage that uh, impacts their judgment uh, and ability to rationally uh, do what they are trying to achieve, you know? Sure. This thing saw her not as a threat, and now it's completely fucking with her. It just got shot in the head. Yeah. And and then it, it lost was its mask. up a bunch. <laughs> yeah. lost its mask. It jumped after her on goddamn trees and then landed into a goddamn thorny tree got <laughs> impaled oh we didn't even listen he also this is even more pissing him off he's got her he has the shield it's oh the right stone. the stone is standing on she's underneath stone where the shield can't close around her neck yeah she's able to get away uh and she deflects and he cuts his own arm off right <laughs> Right. And he looks at it. He he looks at it. He's like, this. Oh, and you just you, see him. He's like, not. Like, he's not. Got to like, be kidding me. He's like, this is fine still. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, he's like this fucking bitch. <laughs> you know, like not yeah. like, like that's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's completely. Uh, yeah. At the end of this line, like where yeah. he's com- he's just he's at he's he's been beat the hell up. Yeah, so well, he's yeah, he's, 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 not, he's not full strength, and she's, 
and and yeah, she's pissing him off to where he's not thinking straight, uh, and that's where that's where you make mistakes, and she takes yeah. advantage of it, and and that's it, and that's how she wins. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the end uh, scene is phenomenal. She, you yeah, know, she's, she walks she's, back to camp. She walks back to camp. She's got the head, the neon blood is it just looks so cool um you know she's on her in, face she's putting yeah, it war paint over her, over her uh her she, other war paint that she's yeah. wearing and she comes in she just like throws it on the ground and this like neon green splatter um yeah, tosses yeah. the gun to the chieftain right and uh who looks at the name and the name is there which we now which we know from the credits as well now this pistol is the pistol from predator 2 yeah. Um, so that's the uh, Easter egg we had mentioned earlier. Which also indicates a potential sequel. Uh, so humans have this pistol now. Uh, right. so she throws the gun and the pistol. Uh, uh, and, um, and then you just see her awarded uh, the title of War Chief because she's hunted the largest prey. She's saved the tribe from what would be death yep. through the fur trappers and through the predators. And uh, you see an awesome scene where she's just sort of like relishing in her moment. She's she has overcome her personal struggle, and she's overcome this this feat of dealing with a threat to her uh, to her culture and her people. And so she's just relishing in the moment. And then we cut to credits. Yeah. And so the gun being handed is a is a tease, an Easter egg tease. But then at the end of the credits, if you stay and watch, you see the same scene that we just saw. She's awarded. War Chief, and then you hear you hear lightning, and you see the characters turn in that little art style, and you see three ships emerge from the clouds, and then that's it. Right. So Where there were obviously sequel? there obviously will be a prey too. Also, um, so one thing we didn't really touch on, which I thought was was like subtext, um, is that after the Predator dispatches the Frenchman, at this moment in the movie. Um, her um, Naru and Tabe. Yeah, Naru. Yeah, Na- Naru Tabe, and Tabe. Yeah. Um, they have to have a thought where if we don't kill this thing, it's going yeah. to kill our tribe, right? Right. So they they've gone from so so yeah okay she she obviously is going on this personal journey where she wants to complete this trial. Um, that was supposed to be the mountain lion and now is the predator. Um, but they have, they, at this moment, they know that um, she, you know, she shares that it's not going to kill them. So they do get a, a little bit of a, a, a chance to prepare. But he, they don't. But he doesn't run. Tabe doesn't run. Like they could have ran, but no, he gets on a horse and he turns right around and he goes straight for it because it. You know, it dispatched uh, a party uh, of hunters from their village that was sent to uh, bring Naru back. It just right. took out all these Frenchmen who have him captive and her captive. If they they do not stop it, their family, their heritage, their everything is at stake. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is unspoken, but I think is is the motivation um for tabe uh specifically um sure but also also you know also added to naru's already um you know already motivation uh from here on out 
it adds uh, yeah. it adds a sense of de desperation. It raises the stakes, um, which is what you you know you want to do before you get to the climax, of course. Um, I just I, I kind of wish there was a way um, to have communicated it to the audience so that it wasn't subtext. Um, nah. You know, they, you know, they could. If you don't understand, if you don't understand the ramifications of what that would mean, then you're just a. Yeah, I know, I know, and and honestly, I I'm always the one who's saying, treat the audience like they're smart. Yeah. Don't spell it out yeah, for them. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> but I but I almost. Yeah, you would, I, you would be the I'm the guy. You'd be pissed if Tabe said. Our village is at risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't kill the, if we you don't kill, let the, it kill we can't let it get to the village. That's all he had to say. Just something simple, like he. You would have hit it. Yeah, not to. Nah. Like, I get it. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, it's gonna go to the village. You were like, my only one nitpick was like, I get it. You don't have to get, tell me that. You don't have to tell me <laughs> that he's going to the village next. Um, I think that it, you know, it's <laughs> a good point. Uh, so uh, yeah, excellent, uh, excellent film. Amazing excellent. Uh, that it came to Hulu. It would be great. Uh, people would see this in the theaters if it was released. Uh, it's at a 92% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. 7.3 uh, on IMDb. That's crazy high. Audience score is 81 on Tomatoes. It's a highly acclaimed film. The people yeah. that are saying that it's no good are losers. Definite losers. It is not. Uh, like it's just like I said at the beginning, where I gave it, wanted to give it an eight as like the fanboy predator uh, type guy. Uh, if I have that sentiment, like it is an amazing movie. But for more realistic, like it's yeah, it's a seven, maybe a little bit below if you consider it in the grand scheme of what film can and do as an art form. But if you're just having fun, like this is well executed. Absolutely. To me, this film sits right next to, maybe a little bit underneath uh, the predator. The oh, predator, not predator. the predator. Right. Predator. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so if we, we let's if we, we want to be nerdy about it, right? Because the nerds want to know. Uh, so we we have to we have to rank them, right? So here it comes. Yeah. It's uh, from the bottom up. It's it's the predator. Um, yeah. Predators. Predator yeah. two. Yeah. Prey. Yeah. Predator. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Absolutely. Again, we're excluding the AVPs. If you want to add the AVPs, better than AVPs. <laughs> if you want to add the AVPs, AVP goes under the Predator <laughs> as the worst movie in either the Alien or the Predator franchise. <laughs> um, and then AVP Requiem. Yeah, this is go coming from a guy that saw Prometheus. I actually, I kind of enjoyed Prometheus. I'm just not. I'm just not. Dude, <laughs> Covenant was really not. Covenant was but, terrible. Oh my god, how how that right. how that was Ridley Scott. Anyway, okay, uh, I put I put Requiem uh, under under Prey, but still above Predator Two. Um, Requiem, not the greatest uh, acting, not the greatest uh, cinematography because it was way too dark, but it was a horror movie, and they yeah. treated it as such. The aliens were fighting the predators. The humans were consequential. They died in in droves, and their stories did not matter at all. They even the love story at the end. The girl's running through the thing, and shunk she gets hit by the predator's uh, like gyver blade that he's got right. Yeah. Um, and that's why Requiem was so good. 
still definitely not as good as Prey, but um, yeah, I I really liked Requiem. I'm sure you'd put yeah, Requiem it's, it's, under Predator 2, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I like Predator 2 more, but I consider this one, yeah, the second uh, in the franchise as far as quality. Um, Predator 2 has like a, a soft spot or it's an enjoyability. What I don't understand is some people that consider Predators to be good. It is not good. <laughs> it's, it's above some of the other ones, but it's not good. All right. I so, just rewatched it this weekend, and I saw it a long time ago, but I hadn't. I forgot a lot about it. It is so, downright fucking stupid. So more, so so Predators is bad. It's definitely bad, but it, it has some uh, some moments, right? Uh, well, first of all, it's got star power, right? We have Adrian Brody, uh, we have Topher Grace, we have Larry Fishburne, and we've got the big teeth guy who's in everything Tim Lee Oliphant is in. Uh, he was, yeah, he was the prisoner. I mean, you're not talking about Danny Trejo. No, Danny Trejo was also in it. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 that, uh, yeah, I remember, yeah. That you know, big, big teeth, teeth guy, guy that's right? That's fucked up. Yeah, that's, he's got big teeth. He's got I'm a big, sorry. big smile. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> To character, uh, I can't remember his name. He's a great actor. It makes me think of. You said the Oliphant, didn't you? Yeah, uh, he's in, he's in all of Oliphant stuff. Like, oh, how disrespectful so, of you to call him Larry Fishburne. <laughs> Fucking Lawrence Fishburne is Dude. reduced to Larry apparently by this Walton Goggins. Goggins is his last name. Uh, Goggins. I, I, Goggins. And really, he should be fucking forehead guy. Come on. Okay, um, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, I call him Larry Fishburne because I believe one of his first movies was New Jack City, uh, or or it was King of New York. King of New York with um, with uh, Walken, Christopher Walken. And during the opening credits, he is credited as Larry Fishburne. He, had, he hadn't oh, made really? the change to Lawrence yet, and ever, uh, since, I, ever since I saw that, I've it's I've just not I've just I'm just he's Larry Fishburne. I don't okay, know. so Predators is stupid. It, the star oh, yeah. power makes it more stupid because so it, like and, and this is this is like we're trying to reboot the franchise and it's like yeah but guess what you hired morons to write this to, or to direct yeah. it and you thought by throwing money through star power it would be good yeah. uh, and it's just stupid. Lawrence Fishburne is like going crazy yeah. right so, his, so his, his b plot he's like, is he's, the he's worst as if, part of the movie it's as if they took his character from event horizon and transported him onto this other planet and he's like going through all this mental breakdown and that's why he's the way he is doesn't make any sense yeah and he just yeah. dies he like just gives up his spot to the predators and now he's dead he's lived seasons already during this hunting world but yeah. now he's just gonna throw it all away for these guys dumb doesn't make sense yeah. and adrian brody is a complete loser i do not like him i hate adrian brody <laughs> he was he was pretty bad in in the movie as well um yeah the only the only uh good performance i feel um i mean besides um fishburne uh going crazy was uh was topher grace do you think he was the best as the yeah. uh the, the the twist yeah the re- but it was still all stupid, but whatever. It, it was definitely um, stupid. Like why like why would the predators bring uh you know, villains to their own yeah, planet I know. to hunt them? It made no sense. Yeah. Also, why were they all human? 
Like, wouldn't they have taken, like, one human right, and then one yeah. from another planet, one from another planet? That doesn't make sense either. If they're going to fight all humans, they just go to Earth. Um, so, Predators, you're a bad movie. <laughs> uh, the Predator, you're also a really bad movie. Um, giant Predator CG was bad. Um, uh, human in Predator armor at the end was not cool. Um, once again, good job, Tom Jane and Keegan-Michael Key. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you so the exciting thing to think about prey is getting such success people are talking about it uh all of the, this is a cool thing too uh amber midthunder is getting lots of praise from the original cast oh yeah of she was predator amazing. whether it's whether it's through you know them being associated with other production companies and just like paying it forward by like being paid to to say they did a good job but bill duke uh and uh jesse ventura jesse the body Ventura have both said what an amazing job she did. She's like, uh, you don't got time to bleed. You killed it. Uh, Bill Duke's like, I see you just cool references to their shit saying her shit is awesome. Love to see it. They can do a lot with this next film to see, like they're going to get greenlit for sure. This is like asking is scream going to continue with this new franchise? Of course it is. You saw it. It was awesome. And it just will. This has the end credit scene. Uh, and there's so much potential. Maybe she gets taken onto the ship. It's not uncommon for predators to uh, utilize humans to hunt with or to join their ranks. They did that in the comics, yeah. uh, from what I understand. But that could happen. Or they just come and there's a conflict now. Because, again, the gun is in the hands of the Native Americans. And yet in Predator 2, the gun was in the possession of the predators. And so... You can explain that and how that happens again. Right. Which would be, what would be cool is to see the actual Predator uh, from Predator 2, assuming they, they don't age the same as, uh, as other things. And please don't put a child Predator in the movie if, if that's what you're thinking. It's a bad oh, idea. my God. If you're, that's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. I'm sorry. I even I'm, I'm sorry I put I it out even... there. I definitely didn't mean to do that. Oh my god! I just envisioned in my head that these things materialized in full. In full, yeah, exactly. There's, there's, they don't get raised or born. That's crazy. I want to see the love story of two predators having a child <laughs> and struggling through the children where they've outlawed. You can't do IVF anymore as predators. And now they have to try to find a way, but they're but they're not able to 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 have children. They're uh, they're more infertile, and it just never happens. And so it's like <laughs> the struggles, regularly trying to have a predator baby. Oh my god! And you see them, and like you know, gas is expensive, and he can't afford to, to go on hunts anymore. And it'd be a great <laughs> drama. <laughs> Uh, Man, so, I like uh, your twist. Though. Your twist on having her hold uh, the mask between her legs and shoot uh, it at him as yeah. the ultimate win. So smart, dude. That is, that is, that's Hollywood writing, dude. Not You're between her genius. legs, like a like a like a sled, like you would kneel on it. Like a like, sled. A sled, like a like oh. a like a sled, like she would like have it like under her knees. She'd be kneeling on it. And she'd just like bring it up real quick, like a shield, and it would be pointed at him. They'd turn right around and yeah. whack. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, thank God for pay the toll uh, watching us uh, tonight. He has he's clipped two of our best uh, conversations. 
if you want if you want to watch the the clips later, you can watch us discuss uh hunting autism and uh and and predator children. So, uh that's, yeah. That's, I bet these so, are going to be great. <laughs> uh and the poll is also the proud winner of last week's um auction lottery uh, drawing. Lottery. In yes. regards to the T-shirt, he's going to get a free T-shirt from our shop. I think he's interested in a podcast tee, which we still have yet to do. Uh, so we do apologize. Pay the tool. Uh, artwork is coming fast and furious. We had a little bit of a blip getting some Prey merchandise loaded, but that is also available on the shop as we speak. Please check it out. Uh, he he says he's literally dying waiting for his shirt. <laughs> I thought he was dying at how hilarious it was to have Predator babies. Yeah, that's. I mean, that could be it too. <laughs> All right, um, I think that'll do it. Um, what do we have on deck? Well, there's a couple options. I mean, we have both been highly anticipating uh, watching Resurrection, right? Starring the great Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall from Ooh. last year's number two movie, probably The Night House. I think it was number two for us. We had Malignant number yes. one. Yeah, it was the Night number House two. Was number two. And we gave her performance of the year. And and I unfortunately read a little bit about Resurrection. She wait, 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 don't say shit. Oh, oh no, it's it's not it's not spoiler. It's she has she a predator baby. A, a seven minute on no cut monologue that they're already saying is the best performance of the year. So I and you know so I lo- and I love Rebecca Hall so here we go right like so we might do resurrection resurrection um and then the week I think a- that we both really want to but right and then week after. and then the week after Orphan First Kill comes out so we will be doing Orphan First Kill and Rodney yeah. will be watching Orphan for the first time before he watches Orphan First Kill of course I absolutely <laughs> I will right. respect that I'm not a I'm not some hasty rube yes. <laughs> thinking that predators just materialize obviously <laughs> obviously they obviously they have to predator sex has to, if predator sex is not in prey 2 you're doing a disservice i would franchise. i would actually like to see eggs personally and like uh what uh so a female predator just lays a clutch of eggs and then yeah, a male why not? predator why not a predator on a hunt and then he like Keeps on yeah, eggs, yeah. Why not like like fish or like amphi- so they're more like amphibious. They don't have genitalia. We've never seen a a predator cock. So let's. I want to see some predator oral, a, dude. Yeah, I want to see <laughs> those go around. And I I don't think so. I I we've also never seen a female predator. So why why wouldn't there be one female like just laying a bunch of eggs? You know? We're also assuming these fucking things are uh, cisgendered, which is really uh, no. That's true. That's also true. They could us. they could just self replicate somehow. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, how about the fact that Anne Heche might be dying in a coma right now after crashing her car after a potential drug stupor? Who knows what happened? What? Well, she was involved in flames. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh. Six days, seven nights. Uh, not so good. The, uh. Psycho remake. Anne Heche. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's dying. Sorry. Oh, so sorry. Uh, speed, uh, I w- wish you a speedy recovery. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but if she comes and she makes it out, she should definitely be a female predator uh, getting plowed. 
or laying eggs. I'm I'm fine either way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. We've had too much fun. <laughs> All right. Um, season two, episode two in the bag for the podcast for the reason of the season. I'm Nate Roberts. I'm Ryan Godek. Take care. And we'll see you next week.